It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 16th, 2020. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can course, follow us on Twitter at, you can follow me on Twitter at R underscore MD. Of course, follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we'll bring, break down the latest news as we're still getting a sense of this new world uh, with without sports and without specifically the Orlando Magic in the NBA. Uh, so there were some news developments over the weekend. We'll talk about those and when we might see NBA basketball again. And we'll also talk about uh, about what what's right uh, and what the Magic are, are doing and what the Magic should be doing. Uh, to make sure that this 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 time period is as as beneficial as it can be to to everyone uh, within the community. We'll get to all of that here coming up in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're searching wherever you download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. There are no games going on right now, but the Locked On Podcast Network is continuing to put out episodes every day discussing their teams, and the issues at hand. Uh, it, obviously, uh, it, it's, it's a tough time for everyone. I know probably a lot of people are homebound uh, or trying to be as homebound as possible. Um, we appreciate everyone listening to us, and, and, and we hope that we can provide a little bit of a distraction by discussing your favorite team. So no matter who your favorite team is, whether it's in the NBA, the MLB, NFL, college, or NHL too, there's a Locked On podcast for you, and there's a Locked On podcast likely going daily um, at this, even at this point of of the delay and the hiatus for all of our teams, you can find these podcasts where you download podcasts today. Plus, we got great national podcasts discussing the national issues facing the leagues and and facing teams as well as we wait for the season to pick back up again. Download these podcasts where you download podcasts. Search for Locked On NBA, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, Rejecting the Screen, or the Hollinger and Duncan NBA Show. There is a great podcast for you, and I'm sure. You'll be spending a lot of time coming up here, catching up on your podcast. Download these podcasts again wherever you find your podcasts. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. But for those hoping for a a quick resolution to, to the coronavirus pandemic and the coronavirus scare and a return to normalcy, that just isn't going to be in the cards. That's just not how this thing's going to go. And and and, and there's no one to blame. Um, certainly, I think, I think regardless of anything, we could all say that our government could have done a better job preparing for this. Um, but at the end of the day, even if they had done a good job preparing for this, it, it, it's the way this disease is, has, has progressed, it's likely we would miss some time. Um, uh, certainly, 
certainly at least a, a little bit of time, or there'd be some adjustments to be made because this disease is so is so communicable, it sounds like, and because there's just... I mean, again, I, I'm struggling to find the words to describe it because I want to make sure I'm accurate, but there's there's so much that you can't control and our society just can't control or, or have any way to prepare for. Um, the CDC issued new guidelines on Sunday recommending, and it's not law, it's not required, it is recommending, recommending that all large gather in-person gatherings, all in-person gatherings of 50 people or more be postponed or suspended for the next eight weeks. Essentially what this means on a sports perspective is that until mid-May, there will be no sporting events, no going to the arena, no watching games, no gathering of people. I mean, even from even if the league decided to go without fans, even if the league said, okay, we'll play the games in an empty arena, that's still more than 50 people. That's 15 people per team, coaching staff, media. It's more than 50 people. And so to say the least, we're looking at a minimum of not being able to play and I, I, I could guarantee you the NBA is going to follow the CDC guidelines at this point. You're not looking at being able to play until at least mid-May. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN.com reporting that the optimistic, the optimistic best-case scenario is that the NBA will resume play in mid to late June. The NBA said when they suspended the season on uh, last week on Wednesday that they would take 30 days to reevaluate where things were. It certainly seems like this is an ever-evolving and ever-changing evaluation. And following the guidelines set forth by the CDC, by, by the experts who are following and trying to contain this, this disease, this, this virus, it certainly doesn't sound like 30 days is going to be enough. It's going to take 30. It's going to take eight weeks. It's going to take 60 days, 56 days at least. And again, with that long of a layoff, with a two-month layoff, you're going to want some time to kind of redo training camp a little bit, to, to kind of get yourself back going before you play high-level games. And it's not clear what the NBA wants to do. I don't, I don't really want to speculate what the NBA is going to do until we get closer to the end of this thing. There are plenty of suggestions about what the NBA could do. They could try and play an abbreviated end to the season to kind of warm teams back up before the playoffs. They could try and play the whole remaining schedule out as scheduled with maybe some adjustments for travel and for hotel space and for arena availability. Or they could go straight to the playoffs. I mean, certainly all those suggestions have been put on the table, at least among fan discussion. But again... All those issues might be on the table. Uh, Wojnarowski reporting on this said uh, that the league has asked for arena availabilities into August, potential to play at smaller venues um, for TV purposes, uh, especially if the, the league decides to go without fans, at least initially. And I think that is a very real possibility that, uh, that when the league does get the go-ahead or, or feels comfortable enough to come back, that we will see games played without fans uh, for a little while. 
Um, the league is is trying to cover all its bases at this point, but we are nowhere close to an end. And 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 by the way, it you know this isn't this is very much like an injury. Eight week that that eight week period is going to come and go, and that may not be the end of it. Let's 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 really make that clear too. Mid May may come, and the CDC may say it is not yet time, or the NBA may say it is not yet time. Um, and, and so we're going to be without basketball for a little while, for at least the next two months, and and possibly and probably a little bit longer than that. The NBA's number one priority, as as I've said throughout the whole thing, is the health and safety of their players and the fans. They are not going to bring everyone in until they are certain that they can do so without incident, that they can do so without continuing to transmit this disease and when everyone is healthy enough to do so. And good news, Donovan Mitchell said that he is feeling better. Rudy Gobert said he is feeling better. They're both still in quarantine. Uh, and, and unfortunately, Christian Wood of the Detroit Pistons was also... Um, also came down with the with the disease was also also tested positive for the disease uh, he so he is in quarantine um everyone's just kind of holding tight uh there's a report from the Associated Press that the NBA sent out a memo saying that players could leave their team's cities at this point um that certainly suggests that we are due for a long layover a long wait for the NBA season to resume we are seeing lots of things change daily, it feels like. Uh, and, and this is not to be alarmist. This is all to make sure that this stops so that we can get back to normal as quickly as possible. Um, you know, I, I think some people did take it lightly. I'll admit I probably did a little bit too. Um, did take this lightly, but there, there are serious consequences, obviously, to having large groups of people together. Um, you know, the transmission of this disease, while not in, incredibly deadly, can be deadly to some. And so it is important to stop the transmission, to stop it from getting worse. And that's really where we're at. You hear the term a lot saying that that we need to flatten the curve. And essentially what that means is to stop the growth of the spread of this virus so that A, they can start treating it and it can start dying off and then we can get to the back end of that curve. The higher the hill you have to come up, the longer it's going to take to come down. So when they say flatten the curve, they're trying to slow to, to, to get to the top of that hill quicker so that we can start going down. And as Dr. As Dr. Falke, uh, uh, you know, who's, who's kind of been, who's kind of been head, you know, headlining the government's response to this, said it, it, is, it is probably going to get worse for a little while. We're, we're probably still not at the end of this thing. Um, certainly, it, it feels like Testing has to still catch up a little bit so they can they can find everyone that that, that is carrying the disease and, and treat them and, and let it run its course. Um, but it, it, you know there's, there's still there's still a lot of work that has to be done and and, and, and we all play a part in it. I, I think that should be abundantly clear that this is this is going to truly be a societal and team effort to kill this disease, to kill this virus. Um, Everyone should be practicing safe hygiene, washing your hands, you know, with with soap and soap and water or hand sanitizer or whatever it is, avoiding touching your face, 
you know, avoiding skin-to-skin contact where you can, avoiding large crowds where you might pick up the disease, um, staying home when you're sick, you know, the, 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 the social distancing that everyone's talking about. Um, you know, I, I don't want to give bad advice. I don't want to tell you that you can't have any social life, that you, that you need to quarantine yourself completely, um, but, you, but you need to take extra precautions. Um, because again, it is, it is on all of us to try and help slow this thing down. Unfortunately, I do have to have another serious episode like this. I do have to make these reminders, um, and 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 I want to. And 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 as far as this show goes, and as far as as what I do goes, we will talk basketball again. My plan is tomorrow we will have an episode talking about some basketball. We'll talk a little bit about Evan Fournier, where he stands. We'll talk a little about a little bit about Wesselundu and where he stands. We will talk basketball again. Do not worry. But when there is big news, when there is important stuff going on with the coronavirus, with COVID-19, uh, I do want to try and separate those out. I, I don't want to mix the serious with the, with the, with the fun. And because ultimately basketball is just fun. Uh, and, and this stuff is serious. So I, I want, I, I, I don't want you to be alarmed. I'm not trying to alarm anyone. I'm trying to convey information. Um, hopefully I do that. Okay. If I don't, um, I apologize. Um, and, and, and I want to make sure that this stuff gets out there because it, it is important. Um, we do have an election also. We do have primaries on Tuesday. Um, I, I would still say, uh, you know, I still think it's important to vote, but I can understand if, if people sit out this, this upcoming primary, um, because of the concerns over the virus. Um, you know, I think Florida's democratic primary at least is by, at least by polling fairly determined, but you know, we'll see. Um, and, and, and I, and I, you know, saw in the news as well that, that, or, that Orange County at least is, is doing as much as it can to, to, to disinfect and, and clean up their, their voting facilities and their precincts um, to minimize uh, the potential for contact um, there as well. So um, obviously the world still goes on. I don't think, you know, personally, I, I don't think you completely stop and you, you take extra precautions. And, and I think that's, that's the main, the main message you, you do as, do as much social distancing as you can. Uh, and, and I think that's, that's really, that's really what our responsibility is to each other. Um, so again, the news coming out, the CDC recommending that all in-person gatherings of 50 or more people be postponed or canceled for the next eight weeks um, is in effect, or it's a guideline, it's not in effect. Um, you're seeing a lot of cities like New York, uh, like uh, states like Ohio, like Washington, put in more severe bans to try and uh, curtail person-to-person contact to slow the spread of the virus, including closing restaurants down and saying only takeout and delivery from restaurants to just kind of close down the ability for people to spread it to each other. Um, you know, I don't know if we're at that point in Florida yet. I don't think we are. Uh, but obviously, we're we're getting into some serious business here. And, 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 and you know, I think I read the next two weeks are going to be vital to determining whether this this thing slows down enough or not. Um, so everyone do your part. The basketball will wait. We'll see it again in the summer, hopefully. Um, but, um, uh, this is, this is obviously a, a big, big, big time. Um, I don't want to say a whole lot more than that. I do have one more thing to add on today's show, um, about the response to the coronavirus. And, and of course we'll, we'll get to that here in just a minute. There's, there's really no easy way to transition to the 
kind of break that we have to do. But yes, we're all trying to social do social distancing and limit person-to-person contact as much as we can or as much as we feel comfortable. And yes, we are seeing around the nation restaurants begin to limit capacity and, and really go only to, uh, to, to delivery and, and take out orders. Um, and so this is a good time to promote one of our good pals at, at Postmates. From an early morning breakfast burrito to a 12-pack of beers while you watch Netflix or, or whatever you're watching, Sometimes, because it's not a game anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm reading some copy. Deal with it. Sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast. And that's where Postmates comes in. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I'm actually thinking about it right now in the morning. I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery to. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. So no more trips to the store, especially good when you're quarantined. Uh, No more late night fast food runs. You don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android. Find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Oh boy, that, that that deal doesn't sound like a good idea at this point. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDONNBA. That's LOCKEDONNBA, two N's in that, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A. That's code LOCKEDONNBA for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, Anytime you need it, Postmate it. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. One of the heartwarming things that we've seen in the wake of 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 the season's cancellate of the season suspension. It's not canceled yet. Of the season suspension and, and delay um, has been how teams and players have stepped up to provide at least some some benefit and some solace for for arena workers for people who help everyone enjoy the games more from ushers to arena staff to 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 everyone that that you don't really think about because they do their job so well to make our game experience so good for a lot of these people they are part-time workers they are seasonal workers it is supplemental income, but important income nonetheless. And on the unfortunate side effect, you know, uh, it's it's not, I don't want to diminish how its importance, but there are economic side effects to not playing these games. Not just that there's less money in the coffers for uh, the teams themselves, and yes, that's going to play a role with basketball-related income and, and free agency coming up, which is already going to be a tight market it's a little bit of a mess. I, I, I we'll, we'll, we will discuss that when the time is right. It's not right right now. But these are people. These are real people that 
you know, in a lot of cases need this money. And, and essentially, this pandemic has cost them their job. It's cost them their ability to earn a living. And so it was heartwarming almost immediately when the suspension was announced that Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban said, we will take care of these workers. Um, we heard the Golden State Warriors say they will do that. Joe Tsai responded to a, a tweet from Spencer Dinwiddie suggesting that the Nets need to do that, that the Nets will do that. It's very, very quickly we saw a whole bunch of teams make public announcements that they would take care of their arena workers in some form or fashion. To varying degrees, of course, I think the Phoenix Suns are, are getting some some heat for for their plan of, of paying paying only two hours of, of the hourly wage that that they that they would get. Um, we saw several players step up and make personal donations themselves, from Kevin Love to Giannis Antetokounmpo to Zion Williamson. We've seen a lot of NBA players, people of means who have a lot of money, make sure that they're taking care of people who are part of their team in a lot of ways. Mo Bamba said that he and his Orlando Magic teammates are going to make sure they have the back of the arena workers. Um, He didn't say how much he would be donating. He also tagged Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz in his tweet from Friday. But it's very clear that he, at least publicly, is going to be doing something to help out arena workers. Magic CEO Alex Martins during a press conference on Thursday said that during the lockout in 2011, the team had a plan in place or had a at least a program in place to pay arena workers the income that they would be losing from the season and said they will be implementing a similar plan this year as well or, or that they, they would begin implementing a similar plan at least, or, uh, at least this time around. The big difference here, of course, the arena is essentially shut down. You know, there's no events going on at the arena, no concerts. So, you know, at least during the lockout, you know, you could have a concert, you could have a Solar Bears game. The ECHL season was canceled as well. You could have other events that, that you could fill in for, but obviously that's no longer an option. This is all good. I, I want to make this very, very clear. Um, it is good to hear so many people within the NBA family, whether it's players, whether it's owners, their chairman, it's good to see them stepping up in this way. And I, I think that a lot of them are doing this because it is the right thing to do. I don't want to be cynical about this. I think a lot of people are doing this because it is the right thing to do. It, it is, it's not something they have to do. It's certainly good pub, public relations. certainly good PR. But it is something that almost immediately, once the season was suspended, it started coming in. I mean, Rudy Gobert donating $500,000, not an insignificant number, $500,000 to support arena workers in Salt Lake City, to support um, medical professionals in Salt Lake City and Utah, as well as Oklahoma City, where he's diet, where he was diagnosed with coronavirus, as well as donating to France, which is on complete lockdown right now um, because of the spread of the coronavirus. In France, restaurants are completely closed. It's all very, very good. But you know, I do begin to see. And again, I, I, I want, I'm, treading, I'm trying to tread lightly here. 
I do begin to see frustration a little bit of maybe the lack of clarity in the plans or the lack of just a clear public statement. Especially from the magic of what they're going to do and how they're going to take care of these workers. Because let's be real as well. I think the first paycheck that will be missed would come Thursday. I think I think this week is the first paycheck check from, from all I understand. But let's be real here. The Magic have missed two home games. Those arena workers are out two work days. And so while it is good to hear Mo, of course, publicly say something, it is good to hear Alex Martins publicly say something, there is a bit of a performative aspect to this. And I, I, I did field a lot of questions and, and comments over the weekend on Twitter asking, well, what are the Magic going to do? What is the DeVos family going to do? And Alex Martin speaks for the DeVos family. Um, he is the CEO of the team. He is the de facto owner of the team on a day-to-day basis. They all ask, what are the Magic going to do? And, and my only response has been the Magic, you know, Alex Martin said at this press conference that they will be doing something. What that something is, is not clear quite yet. There's no dollar amount to it. There's no clear plan. And actually, I, you know, I actually had an arena worker, um, you know, tweet at me saying they have not been told any plan as of yet. Um, again, I, I, I get the frustration on that front. I, I 100% agree the Magic need to be more transparent and more upfront about what they're planning to do. We're seeing a lot of teams make specific statements of what they're going to do and 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 how they're and not necessarily how they're going to do it, but how much they're going to donate or or just make a, a separate, clear public statement that we are taking care of these workers. And Martin said it at a press conference that that is a public statement, but I think a clear, direct public statement would at least take care of this performative aspect. However, I'm going to defend the magic a little bit here. They said they were going to do something. We had a player say he was going to do something. I don't think players have to publicly say anything. If they just do it and it's quiet, who cares that as long as it gets done. And there's an extra hoop for the magic to jump through because They don't hire the arena workers. The arena workers are hired through the city. The city owns the building. And so there might be an extra hoop to jump through. They they might be trying to make sure the money goes to the right place or or doing a partnership with the city. By the time you listen to this, the Magic may have released a statement that says exactly what we all want to hear. And that's why I'm trying to tell everyone the Magic have made at least a public statement, maybe not... maybe not a public statement that's satisfactory to a lot of people, but they have made a public statement that they will do something. And right now, just honestly, it, it still feels so fresh. We're still in this new reality. I honestly feel like the teams, the front offices, these organizations deserve the time to get their feet under them too. To figure out exactly what mechanism they have to go through, what mechanism they have to do. And yes, some teams have already figured it out. Some teams have already made public statements, but I still feel like teams are getting their feet under them. 
franchises are still figuring out exactly what this new reality is, what exactly how they have to operate for the next two months, exactly how they have to handle their workers and handle handle their people, and exactly what they want to do. Honestly, I don't think a decision like that is is made lightly. I know you know, and in my day in my day job, we're we're still figuring things out too. And so, yes, I do believe the Magic need to make a a stronger, more clear public statement of what they're going to do. Um, I, I think I think a separate public statement, a separate statement saying, you know, this is our plan to take care of these these important workers, these important members of our team. I think one hundred percent, absolutely agree that has to happen. I want to see that happen. But I also think the Magic are still in the process of formulating. Again, I don't know. I think the Magic are still in the process of formulating exactly what this is going to look like. And this is a big deal. I mean, now we're dealing not with a month without games. We're dealing with potentially two months, potentially two and a half months, potentially even three months or even more. And I think I think teams deserve the opportunity, deserve the, the chance or deserve the right to take a step back a little bit. And again, this is an important issue, so I do think they need to be quick. But take a step back, find their bearings, and deliver a clear plan. Deliver a clear message to the public and deliver a clear plan to the employees who are actually going to benefit from this. Again, if if I hear word that the Magic aren't living up to their promises and, 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 and they aren't delivering on what Alex Martin said... They should be held to account for that. Alex Martin said in that press conference, we will take care of these workers. We had a plan in place in 2011 during the lockout. We will do something similar. That, that is paraphrasing, but that is, that is what I gathered from that statement. And so that's my expectation for this fran- fr- franchise in this front office. Maybe the DeVos family is putting together a hefty donation and, and, a, and a hefty plan. And they're just figuring out with the city exactly the mechanism to deliver it before they make any announce, any formal announcement. Or, you know, Honestly, frankly, as long as it gets done, whether it's from the players, whether it's from the team, as long as it gets done, I don't care if it's said publicly. The performative aspect of this, of demanding... Uh, demanding teams publicly say this is what we're doing or demanding that individual players say I am doing this just do it I don't need the you know personally I don't need the receipt it's the employees that are benefiting from this that need the receipt now granted it needs to be done clearly there's a public push there's 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 it's good PR it's clearly good for this to happen. It should happen. It is the right thing to do. I'm just not willing to drag the team for waiting to get their bearings, to get their feet under them, and to get a plan set. And I believe the Magic will do that. The Magic, I, I know several Magic employees. Uh, you know, I've, uh, They've all told me that it is a fantastic place to work. They do take care of their employees. Um, they they are a family business. They treat their employees like family from, from everything that I have heard. 
you know, maybe I, maybe I haven't heard enough, but everything I've heard, they will follow through on this promise. And personally, I'm willing to take them on their word that they will. And I hope very soon that they, they at least, they don't have to tell me as a member of the media or as a member of the public. They have to tell their employees exactly what's going to happen. That's the obligation that they have right now. And I hope that it comes soon, but I'll grant them the time and the opportunity to find the right way to do it first. As I think we've all said, this is, this is a strange new world. Nobody really knows what the right way to do any of this is, to, to be frank. Everyone's kind of feeling around in the dark. And we're all just trying to get through it together and, 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 and to do what's right in the process. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can of course find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the po- podcast on Apple Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr__md. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Also, be sure to check out the Hollinger and Duncan NBA show on the latest episode of the Hollinger and Duncan NBA show. Uh, John Hollinger and uh, Nate Duncan discuss what steps need to happen for the NBA to resume play. John Hollinger, of course, a former executive with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, he knows, ex- you know, front offices do a lot more than deal with basketball stuff. They're, they're, they also deal with kind of the logistics of NBA games. So his insight will be key, should be key to giving you an idea of what it will take for the league to get back up and running again, you know, whether it's in two months or whenever. Um, definitely give that a listen if you can. On tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Magic, I promise we will talk some basketball. I do have some thoughts about where the Magic left off this season and where they go moving forward. We'll have plenty to break down and talk about as we wait for the season to pick back up again. Plenty to look back on as this season was drawing to a close and plenty to look forward to as we begin to map out this team's future. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.